Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 31 of Revelation chapter 21, and we're going to be reading verses 18 and 19. And the building of the wall of it was of jasper, and the city was pure gold, like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third a chalcedony, the fourth an emerald. I'll stop reading there. Now again, we're uh, reading God's description of holy Jerusalem, the heavenly city that is made up of everyone that he has ever saved out of the world. And he told us in verse 18, the building of the wall of it was of jasper. We saw that the Greek word translated building uh, literally meant of people because it is not speaking of um, a physical wall, but it's speaking of the spiritual kingdom of God. It's it's speaking of God's salvation, that God does relate uh, walls to salvation in the Bible. So we weren't surprised to see that the word building points to a building of people, and that the wall of it, or the salvation of these people, was of jasper. And jasper, God ties that precious stone to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, we've seen that a couple of times already in Revelation chapter 4. It's very clear that um, the one seated upon the throne was like unto jasper. And, and that would be eternal God, and Christ is eternal God. Well, then it said, and the city was pure gold, and we discussed how God um, likens the precious sons of Zion, those elect that he brings into his kingdom through salvation, to gold. And also in the day of judgment, where we uh, presently are, he is trying the elements, the gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, to see if we are truly born again in one of his people. And uh, once that process is complete, we're brought to the very end of Judgment Day. We come out of the fire, pure gold. And then it goes on to say, like unto clear glass. And the Greek word translated as clear is uh, Strong's number 2513. And um, just for maybe someone's information who's not familiar with Strong's, it's a concordance that is keyed to the King James Bible. And you can look up any word in the Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament, Hebrew, Greek, in this concordance. And each word is given a number, Strong's number. And as you look up that number, you go to the back of the book, 
And for instance here, the word clear is the word we're looking at. Well, Strong's has given that Greek word translated as clear, the number 2513. You go to the back of the book, look up 2513, and you may find it's translated as different English words. It depends on the word. How many English words? Sometimes it's only one, sometimes two, sometimes 20. And that's one way God has hidden truth. And and oftentimes it's a excellent way that God defines his own words. As we compare scripture with scripture, we have the word clear. Well, what does that mean? Clear glass. Well, yeah, we, we have an idea. We form in our minds what clear means. But we want God to define it. From the simplest word to the most complicated word. We want the Bible's definition, not our own. And so when we look up this word, we find 2513 is also translated as pure. In Matthew chapter 5, it says in verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And we understand what that's telling us. When God saves a person, he gives a new heart and a new spirit. Takes out the heart of stone, the wicked heart, the filthy heart, filthy with sin. And gives a new pure heart, no sin of any kind, resides now in the soul of the one that God has saved. Of course, we can't say we're without sin because we still have the body and the body is still part of our uh, personality. And so we sin and yet we we do not sin from the soul or the new heart, but the sin is found in the flesh. Another English word, this same word, 2513 in a concordance is translated as is clean. In John 15 and in verse 3. Now you're clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And that, uh, again, points to salvation. Uh, Jesus is the one speaking uh, here. And he's talking to his disciples who are really being used by God to typify the elect. And it's through the word that he has spoken that they become clean. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the hearing of the Bible, the spoken word of Christ, is what cleanses away the sin of the the sinner in the day of salvation when God was drawing his elect to himself. So we, we can see pretty readily already that the word clear carries the idea of clear from sin, pure from sin, clean from sin. It It's actually uh, the same word as in Revelation 19 and verse 8. And to her, speaking of the bride of Christ, was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. 
for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Again, the word clean is the word we're looking at. And uh, no doubt what's in view, that fine linen, which is the imputed righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, by the obedience of one, many are made righteous. All the bride of Christ, and, and the bride of Christ is comprised of the whole company of the elect. All right, well, let's go back to Revelation 21 and look at the word glass. And uh, The city was pure gold, like unto clear, or, or pure, again, clean glass. Well, what does uh, glass indicate? And we know, because we've seen the English word glass already a few times in the book of Revelation, actually three times earlier, uh, and in each case it's referred to a sea of glass. Well, that word, translated as glass, is slightly different than this word. That word was Strong's 5193. This word used here is 5194. It's a related word, similar, but not quite the same. And this word is only found twice, here in verse 18, and the other time in verse 21 of this same chapter. Revelation 21, verse 21, And the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Every several gate was of one pearl, and the street of the city was pure gold as it were, transparent glass. So very similar. Um, and again, in the context of this same description of the body of believers, we know that God is just indicating that there's no impurity, there's no spot, there there's no stain, and so it's transparent glass, or it's um, pure glass, it's indicating the perfect holiness, the absence of sin of everyone that God has saved that is a part of the holy city, Jerusalem. Okay, let's go on to verse 19. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. Now, earlier... Uh, we, we read of the foundation of the wall back in verse 14. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and in them the names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And if you remember, we looked up the word foundation, singular, and we saw in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 that when God builds his building, that there is only one foundation. You can't have, as a matter of fact, any other foundation than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And and we uh, saw that all twelve foundations are still pointing to him, indicating the fullness of Christ, just as all the gates point to the gate or the door, Jesus Christ. There's no other way to enter into the city. And we also saw how the gates 
and and we could say the same of the foundations relate to the word of god the bible because the of the many uh scriptures god used to bring entry of sinners into his kingdom it, it he can speak of the gate as gates or the foundation as foundations and and it's all pointing to jesus well here in verse 19 and the foundations of the wall of the city again what's the wall represent salvation what's the foundation of salvation the lord jesus christ he's the rock that the wall the gate the city is built upon and and again he's in view the foundations of the wall the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. Well, the uh, word garnished, uh, we read earlier in this chapter, but it was translated differently. And again, let me give you the Strong's number, 2885. And go to Strong's Concordance, look up that number, and it'll tell you garnished. It'll also tell you another way that word is translated in the Bible, and it's adorned back in verse 2 of this same chapter, we we read there, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for her husband, or garnished for her husband. That's what this word means. And we saw when we were reading Revelation 19 that the bride of Christ who is being described there in verse 2, was arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. Fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. That was her uh, clothing, her covering, and it's it's the same thing here, only God is using different words to tell us the same thing in a different way. Uh, The Lord definitely keeps it interesting and also... It allows him to um, add certain elements to the description, to add additional information to what he had said before. Uh, You know, that's the nature of the Bible. God tells us something one way, then he'll tell us another way and a third way. And uh, that's why we keep reading the Bible and we find the the spiritual meaning of this verse and that verse. And you can see one of the reasons why God spoke in parables. Instead of like writing on a blackboard a hundred times the same sentence, he has illustrated it with historical parables and actual proverbs or or the parables that the Lord Jesus spoke and and he has made it complex and difficult that challenges the mind of his people and and also very interesting and joyful as they go about the task of digging into the word of God as for buried treasure to find truth and 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 here in Revelation 21 the Lord has certainly given us a lot to look into with each word, with each of the precious stones. Uh, it requires searching the Bible. 
and and here the city, the wall of the city, were garnished or adorned with all manner of precious stones. Remember, back in verse 11, we, we read there of the city having the glory of God, and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone clear as crystal. And we looked up those words. We saw precious stone points to Jesus. Jasper points to Jesus. And uh, what do we find here in verse 19? All manner of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper. Again, Christ is the foundation. Christ is the jasper or or pictured by the jasper stone. And again and again and again, the Bible keeps telling us and uh, pointing us to Jesus. And that's why Christ said in Hebrews, in Hebrews chapter 10, in verse 7, Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. In the volume of the book, that is, in the Bible, anywhere you turn, it is written of him. It, uh, it says in John, search the scriptures, for they are which uh, testify of me, or, or something similar to that. In John 5, I think verse 39, that they are which testify of me as we read the Bible. Now let's, let's go back to Exodus chapter 28. We can see from, uh, the reference to precious stones, uh, the jasper, that it points to Christ. It testifies of Him. It's about Him. In Exodus 28, it says, beginning in verse 15, and here God is speaking of, um, the high priest's garments, the, uh, clothing that God equipped the high priest of Israel with, beginning with Aaron. And the high priest would be a type of Jesus Christ. And in verse 15, And thou shalt make the breastplate of judgment with cunning work. After the work of the ephod, thou shalt make it of gold, of blue, and of purple, and of scarlet, and of fine twine linen shalt thou make it. Four square it shall be, being doubled. A span shall be the length thereof, and a span shall be the breadth thereof. And thou shalt set it in settings of stone, even four rows of stones. The first row shall be a sardius, a topaz, and a carbuncle. This shall be the first row. And the second row shall be an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. That That's the stone that comes after the jasper stone in Revelation 21, the sapphire. And then verse 19, in the third row, a ligure, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, and an onyx, and a jasper. There's the jasper stone. They shall be set in gold in their enclosings. And the stones shall be with the names of the children of Israel, twelve, according to their names, like the engravings of a signet. Everyone with his name 
shall they be according to the twelve tribes. You see how God in uh, designing this, having the high priest that typifies Christ wear this, the, the breastplate of judgment with the stones therein, God was illustrating his salvation program for the children of Israel, the elect spiritual Israel of God, that Christ would, and his breastplate that uh, points to his righteousness. They would be upon his breastplate as he would give them his righteousness. And, uh, and the number 12, because of the fullness of all those that would receive the righteousness of Christ as uh, he would uh, die for their sins, washing them away, cleansing them, purifying them. And, uh, and, and thus they would be, as this city we're reading about, they would be like pure gold. They would be clear as glass. There would be no iniquity to even be a speck or give a hint of sin in, in any way. And, and so the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished. They were adorned. And, and that's what is worn, just like the breastplate of judgment was worn by the high priest. Garnished with all manner of precious stones, the first foundation, jasper, the second, sapphire, the third, a chalcedony, the fourth, an emerald. Well, we'll um, pick up this interesting passage when we get together in our next study. Uh, you know, uh, God's word is so full that we can just just get all kinds of information about uh, each word, and yet we don't want to get too much information at once uh, as God leads us and directs us from verse to verse. Uh, we want to, as much as possible, of course, with time so short and getting shorter, Yet still, we, we, we want to take our time to make sure that we are hearing and, and we're following where God would have us to do and learning what he would have us to learn. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over Pal Talk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.